Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, John. Hey, John, pull up a stool. Are you there? Breaker, breaker, are you there? Breaker 1-9, breaker 1-9. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll try to be there. Uh, we'll see. Afternoon thunderstorms in the hills of mighty, mighty Florida. You would think there's a mountain range I drive to on the way home or something. Dude, I think you were scaling Mount Everest every time I call you. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Yeah, Mount Kilimanjaro or something like that, and you're yeah. down inside a cavity. Yeah, silly hills all of, uh, what, probably 300 feet elevation, and just breaks the signal. Really? No, no. it's just, it, it seems like every time we call, we hit, as, as soon as we're done the show, the weather clears out. It's like, I think there Mother Nature don't like our, Lou Mangiello and Be Our Guest Mike, they formed a, a storm down there, a big cloud that stops our podcast from recording. What do you think? There you go. Something like that. Nah. Uh, but anyhow, how are you doing, my friend? Uh, not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, you know, it, it is what it is. <laughs> Ongoing struggle, I suppose. But we're, we're making do. How is she doing? She had a really rough week. Uh, felt like crap all week long until just about yesterday, uh, was it Wednesday we went up there and they told her to take Claritin uh, for some reason that seems to help when you've got the flu-like symptoms from this and that's what she had and so within a day or so of taking that it started she started to feel better and then uh, uh, today she said she actually feels pretty good it's doing a little bit of stuff around the house so uh, that's but, good yeah it was, a, it was a rough week so. well we're constantly praying for you buddy I I seen something good happen. You got to run into beautiful Judith today. I have a new member of John's Gold Star Club. That's oh yeah, new. yeah, yeah. See, there was. Let's see. There's Robbie Bottoms. There's Pat Janetti, and now there's Judith Lee. All members of the Gold Star Club. John's Gold Star Club. The people who run me down and get a picture with me on my bus. That uh, is awesome. Oh, and and, and uh, Nicholas. Uh, Nicholas is a. Uh, 
is a member of the Gold Star Club, too. You know who's not a member is my lovely wife, Lisa, or my good buddy, Doug. Yeah. You know, I mean, come on, slackers. Yeah, well, uh, I kind of think Nicholas is a little bit of nepotism to get that Gold Star. That's all I'm saying. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, well, I'm dying to run into you. The problem is whenever I come down, you're there. You're not driving the bus, so I don't know what to do. <laughs> That's not exactly a problem. Yeah, it's not, but I mean, for me it is. It's kind of hard for me to get on the bus when you're on vacation the same week as yeah, me. There you go. So, because you, you know, you know I would track you down. Yeah, yeah, and I'm, I'm really happy with those guys. They actually got pictures of my route and actually went through the, and i and i realized you're on vacation it should i shouldn't ask you to do it but if if you do have a chance it's great to have somebody run me down and get a picture with me so i, I really do appreciate it nah, so. where'd she catch you at the animal kingdom Lodge? um actually no uh she drove over to coronado springs walked around the resort and met me at the grand destino tower so oh that's sweet there. Yeah, yeah for some reason i thought i seen animal kingdom in the background were you going uh, to the that, Animal Kingdom? Was it on your yeah, bus? That was on my bus. I was looking okay, at Coronado Springs and going to uh, Animal Kingdom. Correct. Yep. See, I am paying attention, Johnny. There you go. There you go. Good job. And uh, didn't get a picture with her, but I did meet one of our uh, our friends of our show this morning. Um, Penny and her family were staying at Wilderness Lodge and took my bus over to Animal Kingdom this morning. So, and who was that? Penny. Okay. So... Uh, it was nice meeting her, even though it was very brief. But uh, nonetheless, it was it was nice. Uh, uh, I, it, it all every time that happens, Doug, I go wait. Some people actually do listen, other than just our random friends. It's great. That's incredible. And so, how'd she introduce herself, Johnny? Uh, she got on the bus and she said, "John, I listen to your podcast. Oh, awesome! <laughs> That's awesome, dude." So then I asked her name and stuff like that. And it was, it was uh, you know, uh, she's with her family, so I don't want to bug her and stuff like that. And then she knows I'm working. So, uh, it was, but it was it was really cool uh, meeting somebody. So. Uh, it's cool she got the second picture of her. But, yes, right behind you and Judith, right in this, right in this, the, the scrim, it says Animal Kingdom on the sign, Johnny. So I, I see how much yes. I pay attention, buddy. Yes, yes. Now, any the of box. them say that. How many of them so far have asked you how the hell you've dealt with me for so long? <laughs> ah, nobody, actually. So. Okay. okay. Okay, that's awesome. But it's so nice to see it. Make, dude, I'm starting to get withdrawal. As much as I'm screaming, ranting, yelling, the whole nine yards, I got to come down, dude. I'm, I'm like dying to get down there. I really am. Oh, it's a great time right now. Crowds are way down because everybody's back in school. Summer rush is over. Uh, so uh, I've seen pictures of Magic Kingdom and uh, Hollywood Studios this last couple of days. And from what everybody said on the uh, buses, it's like walk on just about everything except for, of course, your big mega rides, you know, well, Rise of the Resistance and uh, well, uh, there was, stuff you're not going to walk on. Well, there are, you might, and I'm not trying to disagree with you because you know I'm not the disagreeable kind. But Not actually, a couple friends of our show were at Guardians of the Galaxy uh, yesterday, and they said uh, they walked right on. Like, they got on. They didn't even need lightning lane or anything. The queue wasn't even packed. I, the only reason I would say that is I wouldn't tell people to expect that, mm -hmm. uh, especially for the new ones. But uh, nonetheless, that's great if you run into it. That's for sure. I was shocked to see it. They said they actually went on a couple times because the queue was so low. Nice. That's Very nice. 
Oh, also, some old farts like us, John, like not you because you're like a superhero and it don't bother you, but for me, it probably would be one and done, John. <laughs> uh, I wrote it twice and it was one and done both times. So, <laughs> yeah. Fantastic well, ride, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. I might be one and done, period, John. <laughs> yeah. And end no, the story. I feeling if, uh, if I went with my son, he'd want to ride it four times. I'm like, dude, you might be riding it by yourself after the first. But, no, there would be no ifs, no ends, no buts. He'd be riding it once after I, I by, by himself after I was done. Yeah, I know I can't, yeah. I couldn't do that multiple times in one trip anymore. Peter Pan Take Flight might be one and done for me now. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. But, That's you too know. much. That's yeah, too much. Snake it, stop. Put me down with the Indians. I'm good. <laughs> I fit right in. But, anywho. Uh, John, I didn't get the. Uh, I couldn't find the uh, draft order on the Facebook page, John. Uh, it was there. I'll send you a picture of it. Yeah, because I got to know. I was going to talk about it on the show, but you don't. I couldn't find it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I took a picture of the uh, screenshot and posted it a couple of. probably about a week and a half ago. And on whose website? On whose Facebook page? Ours? On our uh, our uh, fantasy football page. Oh, well, I didn't know we even had one of those, John. <laughs> you know, you know, I mean, really, really and buddy Rowe. And what's it under? What's it say? Main Street Fantasy Football? You created a Facebook yeah, page the, for it? I think it says the WW, WDW Main Street Pub Fantasy Football. Oh, yeah, I didn't oh, even know we man. had that, dude. Holy cow. I'm pretty sure you're, I'm pretty sure you're a member, so, you know. Yeah, I'm trying to find it right now. Well, if you get a chance to look under your group, your groups, and, uh, <laughs> uh, it, you'll probably see. Oh, look! Yeah, I didn't even know, dude. I don't even know anything about groups on this. You're the one that handles Facebook. I, I see that. I cry and moan on uh, on on uh, Twitter. Twitter's what the one I handle. Here we go, groups podcast I'm trying to find uh, the Facebook uh, the fantasy football page here uh, where are we at John boy well yeah I can't find it I'll have to look it up I'm getting old John but, but uh, that's alright yeah I see a bunch of other stuff here the BOMA got pictures on here uh, hold on for a little while John I'm going to look at these pictures <laughs> but anyhow i gotta figure out where we all pick i gotta i think i pick third which that's in the yeah because that means jonathan taylor is going and christian mccaffrey's going (laughs) i don't think you want christian mccaffrey (laughs) i I wouldn't but that's me so well he's bad luck for you john yeah, yeah, he's been real bad luck for me. Lisa had him like what three or four years ago. That year, he had a great yeah, year. Yeah, she came close to winning it that year because of him. And so I took him in the next year, and then he's just uh, basically ran into uh, an injury every freaking year since. Then, so. so we're drafting this Tuesday night, the sixth. It is right, or is it or is it Thursday night? What night are we drafting, John? No, Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday. to sixth. Yeah, and it's at what six thirty, seven o'clock. I think uh, six or six fifteen, something like that. Okay. Okie doke. I'm looking forward to it. 
Uh, speaking now, I mentioned Lou Mangiello and, uh, and, uh, be our guest Mikey. You know, their shows are still going strong. I listened to them. Lou Mangiello was kind of doing a, a theme on what would you replace and, you know, how we've done that many times before. And little Timmy Foster, you know him, John, from the show. That's Lou's yes. partner. His very first one was something we've been saying in, for, like, about four or five years now is uh why don't you replace the speedway with electric cars now have you heard that before yeah i might have heard that one or twice yeah so that was one of them but i i what the reason i brought up is the thing that made me think more about this is john and i know it's going to be sacrilegial and everybody's going to hate me for it but i really do believe you had a great idea and it doesn't happen often john but you did have a good idea (laughs) i'm just kidding buddy Anyway, I would like to see being start making Princess Tiana and they're changing Splash Mountain in the whole nine yards. I would literally like to see them change Pecos Bills into uh, in, be, into uh, a Creole restaurant. Yeah, a Creole Cajun restaurant. Yeah, I think that'd be fantastic. Call it Tiana's because that was the name of the restaurant in the in the movie. So yeah, yeah, yeah it would fit out so well. And and uh, if they're gonna have uh, a ride right there, it would you know go right in there so. yeah and i think the food you could still have i mean you you could have a how how also would it be to have like a pole boy there and stuff like that all different kind of sandwiches like that yep. yeah i think yeah, it would be different sandwiches you could have some atube and some jambalaya so yeah it'd be fantastic so and i would like to see a change up i mean i know we've said this a hundred times on the show but i swear the Magic Kingdom needs to up up their game so bad on food in the Magic Kingdom. They really do. Well, uh, since you uh, brought it up early, let's uh, let's go ahead and hit our double trouble this week, Doug. Oh, and you want to go with restaurants? Uh, sure. You want to do restaurants? Yeah. Well, we went rides last week, but real quick, what wasn't Pecos Bill a bad guy too? Wasn't he like a criminal? I don't remember. I remember. I, I've heard the uh, what's Lou call it? The DSI, the Disney Scene Investigation, yes. where he goes to different places and, and and he did one on Pecos Bills. And I remember him talking about some of the paraphernalia and stuff on the walls and how it relates to Johnny Appleseed and uh, I think um, uh, what was the big lumberjack guy's name? Um, Paul Bunyan. Yeah, Paul Bunyan and and the Blue Ox and all that stuff. But as for the actual story the uh uh you know the urban myth or whatever about pecos bills i can't remember if he was a villain or if he was supposed to be a uh some kind of cowboy maybe uh a a robin hood type uh, character okay see this is where i admit i'm wrong and like you being right is rare and me being wrong is rare john we've had (laughs) epic we've had an epic show i looked it up Uh i was Uh thinking about wild bill hiccup hiccup but anyway and, and but anyway, Pecos Bill is a fictional cowboy and folk hero in the story set during America's westward expansion into the southwest of Texas, New Mexico, Southern California, and Arizona. These narrators were invented. These narr- narratives were invented as short stories in the book of Edward S. O'Reilly in the early 20th century. Uh, examples of American folk folklore: Pecos Bill was a late addition. To the big man idea of characters such as Paul Bunyan and John Henry. So you were right, Johnny. 
So okay. he actually was a good guy. I was thinking about Wild Bill Hickok. So, but anyhow, yeah, I forgot what he was supposed to have done. He was supposed to like lasso a snake or something. And I don't know <laughs> something he he did that um, uh, was supposed to have caused the Rio Grande River. I think or the Grand Canyon or both or I don't know some you know the the you know the mythos about that type of stuff. So it was fun stories, but nothing serious. So uh, I'm trying to read. Pegasus Bill was driving in a covered wagon with an infant when he fell and unnoticed by rest of his family near the Pecos River. He was taken and in and raised by a pack of coyotes, John. <laughs> and he grew up to become a cowboy. Bill used a rattlesnake named Shake as a lasso. So he used a rattlesnake as a lasso. Well, you were almost right. You said he used to lasso rattlesnakes. No, this oh, guy used to use close. the rattlesnake as a lasso. <laughs> of course he did. Yeah, so. Anyhow, that's pretty cool, John. Uh, where are we at now? We got to head back to. So, what do you want to do? Uh, menus? You want to do two restaurants? What do you want to do, buddy? Yeah, let's do two restaurants. Let's do. Uh, I think it's my pick this week, isn't it? Yeah, let me get out our menus let me bring them up real quick before you jump ahead i was here messing with pecos bill weren't you proud of me for getting that up that quick that was that was pretty sweet that was pretty sweet buddy. very outstanding now we're back at all ears uh we're in the magic kingdom so where do you want to go first uh, i believe let's go to the only sit-down restaurant that i that we've eaten in uh my family's eaten in the magic kingdom can you guess what one that is and it, uh, the crazy part of it is, it's the newest one, one of the newest ones, and it was Skipper's Canteen, wasn't it? No, it was not. Oh, not I thought you snuck either. over there, Johnny. No, nope. Liberty Tree uh, Tavern is the only one that we've eaten in uh, the Magic Kingdom as a sit-down restaurant. The place that gives you the trip to fan, John. It makes you very you tired go. on Easter Sunday. On, on Easter Sunday, hello, McFly on Thanksgiving Football Sunday. So. But yeah, so go ahead, wax poetically on it, Johnny. Uh, we enjoyed it. Uh, the food was pretty good. It's your basic Thanksgiving fare: turkey, mashed potatoes, uh, uh, stuffing. Uh, I would not go there in the summertime because uh, not only would it make you tired, but it would make you loaded down for the rest of the day. So uh, my recommendation would be to go in the fall, the winter, maybe the early spring, uh, when it's not going to get above eighty-five degrees. Uh, but uh, and I really enjoyed the whole decor. I thought it was really cool. Um, it's obviously in uh, Liberty Square, so it's themed after that era and stuff like that. And so uh, there's a whole lot of decor on the walls that has to do with the American Revolution, the colonial times. So uh, I we enjoyed it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, out of all the places, it probably still has uh, um, some of the fare that we would want to go back to eat eat again so i don't know we we really enjoyed it have you been there yes many moons ago one time my old partner scott this is like one of his as of the last time i spoke to him i would say scott's probably eating here 25 30 this is like a family standard to him okay yeah it's, it's like his lacelli one it's like not lacelli but like kind of like how we used to go to lacelli or rosing around all the time this is one of his he loves a uh, liberty tree tavern the Every time I'm the time I was in there, and every time I go by it, I'm like, the red coats are coming. The red coats. Are coming. 
<laughs> you got to play Paul Bunyan. Everybody. Yes. Not Paul Bunyan. Paul Revere. Paul Revere. I got you. <laughs> Yeah, now you got me with the folk stories. Yeah, and I feel like um, <laughs> but anyhow, no, it's it's America, dude. I love it. I mean, I've never heard of anybody have a bad review story or anything. The only problem I've ever had with this is Pat Giannetti trying to tell me to trip the fan, don't make you tired. Pat, you're wrong. But anyhow, that's the only reason I don't go here more is because I don't want to be tired, John. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? It's like a big, big meal. And when I get, this is comfort food where I will take an extra fork or two. I never take yeah. a second plate, but I make sure when I, I'm the type that stops the minute he's full. This one here, I might take a plate or two for more of stuffing, if you get what I'm saying, or mashed taters. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm a mashed tater piggy, John. Yeah, mashed potatoes and gravy and turkey. Yeah, that'll do it. Yep, I love mashed taters, dude. But, no, I love this restaurant. This is one of the few that doesn't have to up, up its game. It's amazing. The two patriotic restaurants on property are the best two. The best sit-down is Liberty Tree, and I would rate as the food constant. And the best counter is Columbia Harbor House. Ain't that crazy? They're both in, uh, in uh, uh, pre, you know I mean, in our Liberty Square and all that, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, I think you're pretty uh, pretty accurate. Um uh, it's hard for me to rate the uh, sit-down restaurants as this is the only one that I've been to. But See, I've eaten at every single one of them. So if I had to go by price point and quality of food, I would say this. Everybody yells at me, but I would actually rate... I would rate... Li I've been to Tony's more, but I would rate Liberty, Tony's, uh, then Be Our Guest, if you follow me, then Cinderella's Royal Table. You understand? I would go that way. And then I probably might, let me correct myself. I would probably go Liberty Tree, Tavern, and Tony's 1 and 1A. You follow me? So 1 2. Then I would, even though I didn't have a great meal at Skipper's Canteen because I ordered something because I'm a moron, I would probably go there next, then over to Be Our Guest, and last would be Cinderella's Royal Table if I had to pick out of the five. No, I, you'd have to squeeze Plaza in there somewhere. The, oh, no, I forgot about the Plaza, John. And I would the actually. Crystal Palace. Uh, well, the Crystal Palace is a buffet, so I guess it's a, yeah. that, it's a hybrid. Okay, so let's do this. I've eaten it all of them. Let's do this again. I would probably go, now that you said it, I would probably rate the Plaza first. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, uh, we did that menu a couple of weeks ago, and it actually sounded really good. So. And I've eaten at the Plaza four or five times or more. I've eaten there quite a and bit. They've, and they've actually got a better price point than probably anywhere else. Yes, so. yep. I like the Plaza. Then it would be Liberty Tree and then uh, uh, what's uh, Tony's Town Square. I know everybody hates it. These people that all hate it probably eat at Olive Garden twice a week. You know, it's the same food, John. <laughs> and it's funny that you're from the Northeast and you, and you rate tony's town square i mean and, and a lot of other um shall we call it uh, uh uh italian food snobs just berate this place ridiculously they, okay they how about we do this how about we do this real quick we'll, we'll make that the second one in double trouble how's that sound tony's right. town square how about we do that does that sound sure. good to you yeah absolutely so we'll stay on liberty real quick but i'll rate them as i say again plaza first liberty tony's town square then I would have to go to. I would have to go to the, uh, which one? Crystal Palace. 
The food there is better than the other one. I would go Crystal Palace, then I would go Be Our Guest. Or no, I'm sorry. I would go Skipper's Canteen. Uh, what's the one? Uh, Plaza? Not the Plaza. The Crystal Palace. Then over to Be Our Guest. The last one still would be Cinderella's Royal Table, John. Yeah, especially at that price point. I yes. Think that just automatically eliminates it from even contention. So. And I know I was babbling, but oh well. That's what I do here. That's but what happens? But the food here at Liberty Tavern is is if if you want to eat American, I mean this is the argument like Liberty Tree Tavern the whole time should have been in the American Adventure. Can we disagree on that? Do we disagree at that at all, John? No, that's definitely what I mean. It makes sense, obviously, in uh, Liberty Square there at the Magic Kingdom, but something very similar to it, I think, could have a home very well in uh, the American Adventure or at Epcot. Yeah, they should have had a chain. There's two of them on property. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. But that same kind of food. Call it Liberty Inn 2. I mean, Liberty Tree 2. Or, you know what I mean? It was the Liberty Inn. So why didn't you just have this food? Yep. Because they, they share the food everywhere else anyway. But uh, here we go. The, they had some specials for the 50th anniversary here, Johnny. Uh, the, let's cover the price first. What do you think the adult price is for this? Now, uh, let's go thirty nine ninety. Is it still uh, all-you-can-eat type stuff, family style, serving? All-you-can-eat to like enjoy. All-you-care-to-enjoy, uh, they call it, John. I'm going to go with adults at $44.95. No, you were right the first time. 39 John. 39 Okay. And 21 for kids. So. And they have a 50th anniversary spirits of 76 Cider Shandy. Reminds me of Cindy Brady. She sells, she sells, by the she sure. Uh, Sam Adams Lager topped with an Angry Orchard Crispy Apple Hard Cider. Are you in for that, John? Yeah, I'd give that a shot. Uh, one of my favorite um, blends that I get over at the Rose and Crown is uh, called a Black Velvet, and that has Guinness and uh, uh, a cider in it. And it's really good. It really lightens up a Guinness. So I can imagine, yeah, I can imagine a little bit of apple cider with uh, a Sam Adams. Yeah, it, it's ten bucks. That's not horrible, right, John? No, no, not for an alcoholic beverage at Disney, not at all. And then they have a red wine with hints of apple and spice, which is eleven dollar. Is the anniversary sangria? Fiftieth anniversary cannot tell a lie. Uh, it's a non-alcoholic drink. It's vanilla and. Sh- it's a vanilla and cherry shake garnished with brown sugar graham crackers on the rim for nine bucks. And then they had the 50th anniversary tavern punch, which is a frozen Dole Whip with lemon and Sprite for nine dollars. And then they got the now this comes with the meal if you want it. They have the anniversary Pennsylvania pot pie pot roast, our famous pot roast with mushroom, pearl onions, and carrots in rich gravy. John, that's part of the menu. Uh, you get rolls, which the rolls are fresh baked. They're usually warm. Am I wrong about that, John? Oh, yeah, they're pretty good. Yep. Then they got the declaration salad, which is tossed mixed greens with house-made dressing. And then the patriot platter. The page, This is where the trip to fan kicks in the high alert, John. You got roasted turkey. You got the pen, Pennsylvania pot roast. Oven-roasted pork with mashed potatoes, seasonal vegetables, herb stuffing, and a house-made macaroni and cheese. Now, for $39, John, I find myself fat as heck leaving this place. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, and you got two uh, two protein options on there with uh, pot roast and turkey, and which I both enjoy, and both go really well with mashed potatoes, Doug. So, <laughs> hey, dude, yeah. you got three. You got roasted turkey, you got Pennsylvania pot roast, and then you got oven roasted pork. Okay, you got three proteins. Yes, Ooh. and then yeah, for forty bucks. Yes, it's not actually that bad of a deal at all. So if you sneak a thermos in and fill it with mashed taters and macaroni and cheese, you're good to go, dude. <laughs> I, I see Doug sitting later watching the uh, watching the three o'clock parade, just dipping mashed potatoes out of a thermos. Absolutely, dude. Yeah. If I was ever going to sneak a thermos in to steal anything, it would be to steal mashed taters so I could have them later that day. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, they have a plant based. Like, why would you come here for plant based, dude? I'm just saying. Everybody's got to have that one kid that decides when they're eight years old that they're going to be a vegetarian, you know? Yeah, well, you leave him or her home. <laughs> I, think, I think it's like a, a law or something. If you have more than three kids, one of them at some point is going to decide that they're a vegetarian. Well, so. stop it too then. That's all I'm saying. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't send any emails. I'm just kidding like when I call you idiots because the more sales have been sold for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, so... But anyway, from love. yes, peace and love. Plant-based meatloaf with mashed potatoes, mushroom gravy, and seasonal vegetables. I do not want a plant-based meatloaf, John. Do you? It's not really a meatloaf, is it? Mm, Would no. it be a plant loaf? Yes, it would be. And then they got the toss mix. Like I love how this is in plant-based. Declaration salad, toss mix greens, and house-made dressing. Do you make this out of meat ever? <laughs> Uh, well, you, you never know, right? I, I, I don't know. I guess sometimes, you know, if you get a chef salad, you have meat or eggs on it, but not, not normally not just a mixed green salad or you going to have any type of uh, a meat on it. So. Now, I will say this is out of this world because I remember having it. The ooey gooey toffee cake is ridiculously good, John. Vanilla toffee cake with a chocolate sauce and vanilla ice cream. I know you tried that. Wasn't it good? Has it been here yeah, forever? It was really good, and I believe it was very similar to the one that I had at uh, Rose and Crown, which is also very good. So I, my one weakness when it comes to candy is toffee. Yeah. So I, I really like toffee. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed this. Included in, in the, your meals, in your included drinks with the meal for the $39 is Coke, Diet Coke, Sprite, Root Beer, Zero Sugar Lemonade, Coffee, Regular and Decaffeinated, Hot Tea, Hot Cocoa, Milk, Chocolate milk and iced tea. Now, if you want a bottle of water, it's four seventy-five, still or sparkling. It's the same price. The cappuccinos four nineteen. Where did they come up with four nineteen, John? Huh? Is that cheap? I had nineteen cents to it. We'll pay off my moat. Uh, espresso three sixty-nine and coffee three seventy-nine. So, I don't get. What what coffee is three seventy nine if there's coffee that's free, regular or decaf? What's this special coffee? So yeah. anyhow anyhow, scale one to five, I give Liberty Tree Tavern a five if that's the food you're looking for. If that's the meal profile you're looking for, I, I think the food is fantastic here. What about you? I think this would be a fantastic day if you were actually here on Thanksgiving or hundred percent that day and you could hit that and then just head right back to your room uh loosen that belt and plop yourself right down on that uh bed in front of the tv and uh <laughs> you'd be sad right yeah 
That's when I was picking, when you were saying perfect time would be fall, when I was going to say, and Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, but anyhow. Now, John, good call. Liberty Tree Tavern, I highly recommend it. And for $40, I mean, it's rare we say this, but don't let the Chapik or the Iger hear this. I think it's a reasonably priced. I think it is, too, and especially if you happen to have some kind of a discount the DVC or... Uh... Uh, let me say cast member or you know anything like that you knock a couple other bucks off there so yeah, yeah they accept tables in wonderland tables in wonderlands 20 percent annuals 10 vacation clubs 10 so okay there you go they used to be annual and vacation club used to be 20 percent didn't they uh i doubt at it a lot of places honestly. or was it always 10 i i, I forget yeah, I don't think so because when we always bought the Tables in Wonderland card, it was to get the 20% discount. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, but it's still there for 20%, so. Yeah, it, it, it always was. I, I did, yeah, because we had annual pass, it was 10%. My bad. Okay, we're going to wander back towards the front gate and go to Tony's. And you've never eaten here yet, huh, John? No, uh, we did have reservations here one time in you're muffling yourself. Go ahead. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying sorry. to fight traffic. That's okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I was just letting you know. I need to hear your words of wisdom, John. Yeah, uh, words of wisdom. Huh? Whenever uh, you hear me do that to you, put in front of it every single time. I love you, buddy, but I can't hear you. Okay? Uh-huh. 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 Uh, no, we had reservations, but didn't make it. So. No, 74% of people recommend it. I recommend it. Again, I... Sit down, get in some air conditioning. The food prices aren't that... They're good here. So, I, I mean, compared to anywhere else... And the food... We've eaten here, I don't know, five, six... I, I We've eaten here quite a few times, John. Because me and Brenda, we like to sit down and we like to have a meal. Don't... Because we're... It's just me and her. We don't have kids. So, a lot of our meals are, are sit down. We rarely eat counter service. When we do, it's Columbia or whatever. But you know that about us. We we, we usually like to sit down and eat. And I highly, I recommend it, especially when you were saying fall and winter. I highly recommend this restaurant fall and winter when it's beautiful out. Like when it gets to 70s, 70s, 80 degrees to eat outside, John. Absolutely. And if you can eat outside while the 3 o'clock parade's going by, even better. Absolutely. Or the night parade if you get it for dinner. Yeah. yeah there you go. You know, but... Anyway, I highly recommend it. I think the it's very nice. Uh, Brenda enjoyed it. We had the uh, Brenda had the salmon here a couple times. She really liked it. So I, I Donna had uh, meatballs and sausage and all, and she really enjoyed it. My sister-in-law last time we went down. The only thing we laughed about is uh, there's a, they gave her at this time. I probably isn't a problem anymore. They gave her so much sausage we were giggling about. Like they they did she did they think she was starving or something because she had like four pieces of sausage on her plate, John. We thought it was a mistake, but there were some big pieces of sausage. Yeah, yeah nothing wrong with that. No, got over over served at a, a Disney restaurant. How about that? Yeah, it was shocking. We and it was funny because the only thing left on the table was this one huge piece of sausage in the middle of the table. We actually have a picture of it somewhere. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a lonely sausage. No, you eat it. No, you eat it. No, you eat it. Uh, but I'm trying to see if there's any 50th anniversary celebrations. Uh, they have a laminated fruity strawberry punch served in a souvenir 50th celebration cup with surprise characters and a little big magic. 
and it's a $10 cup that comes. It's a special commemorative cup. Soup and salad, they got toy box tomato salad. It's marinated tomatoes with torn burrata, cheese, cucumbers, uh, fusciata, pickled onion, and basil for 13 bucks. Dude, appetizers, they got fried mozzarella, herb marinated fresh mozzarella with a spicy, creamy tomato sauce for 14 bucks. They have complimentary bread you get with it. And then Tony's garlic bread for the table. Toasted ciabatta with roasted garlic, butter, and Parmesan fondant for 11 bucks. I've actually ordered that. It's awesome. Sounds pretty tasty. Yeah. And then they got soup and salad. They got a Caesar salad with crispy romaine tossed in a house-made Caesar dressing with Parmesan croutons for 10 bucks. And then they got seasonal soup. And here, they got spaghetti and a meatballs, the Johnny. Spaghetti and a meatball. House-made beef and pork meatballs served over spaghetti with Tony's marinated sausage sauce. What do you think that is, John? Twenty-nine ninety-five. $24. Hey, all right. Chicken parmigiana, Johnny. Chicken parmigiana. Lightly breaded chicken breast baked in a Tony's marinated sauce with mozzarella cheese served with a campanella pasta. How much do you think that is, John? Twenty-seven ninety-five. Well, you were close. Twenty-eight even, which ain't bad for a All chicken right. parm, John. Uh, fettuccine Alfredo. This is for the cheesy dude like me, which I've gotten this before and I've actually enjoyed it. It's choice of roasted chicken or shrimp tossed with fettuccine with fettuccine and a Parmesan cream sauce. Twenty-five hours, John. It's not bad. What do you think? Yeah, that sounds good. Oh, uh, the price? Uh, uh, with chicken or shrimp, let's go twenty nine ninety five. I, I told you, but you must not must not have heard me because it broke up. Twenty five dollars, John. That ain't bad for Alfredo. Oh, that yeah, yeah. If it comes with protein. Oh, and this is the other one I've gotten, John. Can you hear me now, John? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is the other one I've gotten, and I've actually enjoyed it. Oven roasted shrimp scampi. Shrimp with lemon, roasted garlic butter, and a white wine served with crispy Parmesan potatoes, John. This is really good, too. 30 bucks, John. I bet you didn't like it as much as the one you had at uh, uh, Tutto Gusto, or, uh, uh, Gusto uh, Wine Bar over no, in Italy. No, no, I did not. But the one thing I will say is I didn't get parmesan potatoes in there john i love potatoes I say, that sounds awful good <laughs> it is it, it was delicious i i this is one of those restaurants where me and brenda still don't understand how and i'm not saying it's too too good too too italian it ain't as good as the ones over in the italian pavilion but i enjoy it i've never had a bad meal here and I'd rather sit down for thirty bucks. I'd rather spend thirty bucks in this for than twenty dollars at Pecos Bills myself. That's just me. But yeah, yeah, especially at the, the time uh, now and how we enjoy going to Disney. Yeah, granted, this may not be the place that you want to rush into with four kids and expect everybody to find something that they're all gonna uh, like and then get back out into the parks within an hour. You know, no. but if, if you got the time to enjoy yourself, this sounds like fun. Yeah, I mean, this oven roasted shrimp scampi is, and, and, and it's good. It, it's really good. 
I mean, with the shrimp and the lemon sauce, roasted garlic, butter, and white wine served with crispy Parmesan potatoes for thirty dollars. I've had it a couple times. It is awesome. And for for any of those that are totally out of the loop, obviously Tony's Town Square is seen from Lady and the Tramp, um, and the uh, restaurant that they would sit outside or Tramp used to sit out behind and, and beg food from uh, Chef Tony. And uh, if you look out front. You'll see a, uh, a heart in the concrete with a uh, tramp and, and uh, lady uh, paw prints next to it. So, and it's, it's well, as soon as you walk through, as soon as you walk through the main gate, it's on the right. As soon as you go under the train there station, it's right there on the right at the beginning of Main Street, USA. And they make and I, everybody in there with their significant other suck up a piece of spaghetti and kiss each other. <laughs> That's why I told Lisa if we do we do end up eating here sometime, that's the picture I want. So you know. Yeah, me, me and Brenda would do it, John. Anyway, yeah, that would be cute. They got a t- today's sustainable fish, which which sustainable. It's a lightly breaded chicken breast baked in Tony's, in Tony's marinated sauce with mozzarella cheese served with a campanella pasta. It has market price. But it said lightly breaded chicken breast. It's a misprint. It's a lightly breaded fish bra- fish. So, <laughs> unless uh, today's sustainable fish of the day it happens to be chicken. Well, <laughs> they could serve chicken that to sea, Jessica right? Simpson, John. <laughs> chicken of the sea. Yes, Jessica Simpson <laughs> would buy that. And then they got penny with chicken al forno, roasted chicken, caramelized onions, and mushroom baked in a spicy, creamy tomato sauce topped with mozzarella. Twenty-six dollars, John. Not bad. This is the one that Donna got. It's orecchetti with orecchetti with spicy Italian sausage, house-made sausage, broccoli rabe, onions, roasted garlic, and toasted bread crumbs. Twenty-seven bucks. That sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And if uh, the meatballs and the Italian sausage are actually house-made, I'd be kind of impressed that they would go through the trouble to do that. Yep. And and then they got a butcher steak. Marinated hanger steak with crispy Parmesan potatoes, arugula, lemon, and a mild Calabrian chili pesto. And that's $36. So the prices aren't bad here, are they, Johnny? No, they don't sound uh, that bad. I mean, really, when we look at other prices around property, uh, the two restaurants that we've seen them, they don't seem that ridiculous, honestly. No, and it's a prime location. You eat outside, have a nice meal. How, how much better can it get? Uh, plant-based menu. They got a garden salad, Italian strawberry shortcake. That's in the plant-based. Vanilla cake with whipped topping, balsamic marinated strawberries, and French fresh basil for eight fifty. And then they got spaghettis and impossible meatballs. Spaghetti, mushrooms, garlic, basil, impossible meatballs, and Tony's marinara sauce. Uh, that's twenty-four bucks. I'm not eating no impossible meatballs. It would be impossible for you to make me eat those meatballs. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> now this this was good. I actually tried this when we were there. We were on the dining plan one time, and I had this uh, tiramisu cannoli, John, house-made filling with hints of espresso, chocolate, and macarpone cheese for nine dollars, John. Don't that sound yeah, good? Yeah, I, I did that. Yeah, I like tiramisu. Yep. They got the gelato Italian style ice cream, chocolate or vanilla for seven bucks. Tony's sp- 
Spumani tart. You gonna you want the hey Joe, you want Joey, you want the Spumani tart? I got a Spumani tart over here. Fl flourless chocolate cake, pistachio cream, and a dark cherry mousse for nine bucks. And a mandarcello mandarcello custard. Chef's house main mandarcello and almond biscotti, John. That sounds good for eight bucks too. And then they got they got everything else here. They got your beverages, your sodas, your soft drinks. Uh, the, and they actually serve. You can go in here and get a beer, John. Or a glass of wine, since I'm eating Italian food. I'd yep. probably get a glass of wine. Yep. They got they got bottles and glasses of wine, and then they got which I would get. There, I I would get. Hey, Stella, Stella, Stella Artosa for six sixteen ounce for nine fifty, John. That's not bad. They don't have your Peroni in there. Uh, uh, yes, they do. The the page moves, so I would not get Stella. I would get Peroni for eight twenty five. Yep, I, I love my Peroni, dude. That was and it's eight twenty five. It's a dollar and a quarter cheaper, and I like Peroni better than Stella. What about you? I prefer Stella. Nah, I figured you would. You can never, ever, ever agree with me, John. Absolutely. That's why it, it's contentious. But anyway, I like our double trouble. It's actually, today was very positive. We like both places. I know I'm going to get a little bit of pushback on Tony's, but I like Tony's. Yeah, you would think that reading from the reviews, you would think that these people expect that food to be uh, equivalent of, you know, the fine dining white tablecloth restaurants that I deliver to, <laughs> you know, and, and you're spending $117 for an entree. It's not going to happen. I mean, it's it's food in a uh, theme park and it's the gently themed italian food so and, and actually the menu sounds a lot better than i thought it did so yeah i have to give this a chance although uh, the, the uh, liberty tree sounded pretty good too so oh yeah it, it, both i recommend both and again i've had better meals here i've eaten at cinderella's royal table a few times be our guest i if i had my choice for the price i would go to tony's Get my shrimp scampi or my shrimp uh, parma the uh, the shrimp with the creamy sauce. You know what I'm saying? One of the two. You know, Doug. I, I just thought of this, and it's it's one of those wacky things. Uh, the big, I wouldn't say proponent, but I I was certainly happy when they started talking about bringing alcohol to the Kingdom sit down restaurants, wine, beer, stuff like. That. I, and then when they actually did it, I was so excited. I, I couldn't wait to get out there and actually have a beer at Magic Kingdom and say I did. I have yet to go to the <laughs> restaurant and have a beer at the Magic Yeah. I haven't done it yet. So. Yeah, the last one I had a beer at was Skipper's Canteen. No, I, I don't think we've been back to a sit-down restaurant since they had alcohol out there. So. Yeah. It goes to show you how long it's been since we had we ate at uh, the Magic Kingdom. So Columbia Harbor House always just weighs us over, you know. So. I don't blame you. I but how awesome would it be? Why can't they put a a, a, a what you call it Samuel Adams in Columbia Harbor House so I can have oh, a Sam Adams and a, and a lobster roll, John? That's what I'd like to see. I know one of the main reasons right now is that they have not introduced any type of a draft system anywhere into the parks. Um, all the beers and obviously glasses of wine they sell are all bottled or canned, and so the server has to come out and actually pour the pour the beer for you and stuff like that. And so they obviously don't want to give away bottles and stuff. Although they could certainly, like at Casey's Corner, they could certainly do aluminum Bud Light bottles. 
you know. Like John. So. Well, I know, but they do this anyway. I mean, they they still use plastic for everything else but that. But why couldn't you just get the plastic bottles? They serve the plastic soda bottles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They serve those. So I don't know, like Sam Adams and stuff like that doesn't uh, bottle anything I, I, that way. But yeah, well, they the big could. Companies do. Dude, they could. But they could, Disney could get any any company to bottle in plastic that they want to. <laughs> I mean, come Probably. on now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If, if they told, uh, yo, listen, Sam Adams, we need the Sam Adams in a plastic bottle. We're going to solve like 2 million bottles a year for you. <laughs> okay, yes, yes, yeah, you got it. You got it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but I don't know. Answer me this, John. Is a water bottle and a Coca-Cola bottle re- more recyclable and not bad for the environment than a plastic bag is? Yeah, uh, I mean... Well, the plastic bottles and stuff like that, they're easy, more easily recyclable. But the plastic bags, the problem with those, especially down here, is they make their way into the oceans and the uh, streams and stuff like that. And turtles think they're uh, 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 what's jellyfish. Okay. Because if you look at a, a grocery, not a grocery bag, but a shopping bag. Well, it's killing me up here with that. And the thing that's really getting me is... It's an awful lot like a jellyfish. Yeah. So, well, yeah the... And the turtles eat them. Well, the thing that's killing me up here is we totally did away with them. We're not allowed to have them. So dog walkers are going insane. But uh, I don't understand how... So that does hurt the animals, and I've, I, I'm i all for protecting them. But doesn't cigarettes make their way in the mouths of humans? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and who would... Okay, so I want to protect all the animals, but... Don't you think humans should be protected from cigarettes? So we care about the animals getting sick, but we don't care about humans getting sick. The answer to the human getting sick is let's add more tax to it. <laughs> yeah, well, you have, if you got to pay $8 a pack for cigarettes, you'll stop smoking. No, you won't. No, it won't. you got to pay $9 a pack for cigarettes, they'll stop smoking. No, you won't. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, you got these idiot, moron, all politicians, Republican, Democrat, they're all idiots. Oh, Let's raise taxes. Let's raise taxes. Let's raise taxes, and they'll continue to pay. They don't care about you, but th- that's the thing that bothers me. The number one thing in this country, in my opinion, as far as health-wise, should be stopped is cigarettes, John. There's not one positive thing it does, but anyhow, no, that's pretty much all tobacco usage, though. It, it, uh, I, I don't get it, but I mean that that's got such a stranglehold on politics, especially in the mid south, you know, as well as I do. Uh, Virginia, North Carolina, they they rule their rule by uh, tobacco. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. All I know is the dog walkers up here are going insane. I know I am. I know my mother-in-law is. We have no bags in the house no more. To you know, because that's what you use for. I just had to go, but uh, John, these are recyclable now. I had to go and order a bunch of wastebasket size bags and pay for them. Know the ones you put in like your bathroom wastebasket, the small yeah, ones? Yeah, yeah. Now, squ- uh, tell me if I'm wrong. Turtles can't eat them, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. So uh, and uh, Ziploc bags. I buy them all the time to pack my lunch. They're 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 good for the environment, right, John? Oh, yeah, but you gotta pay for those. Oh, oh, that's the difference. The things that are free are bad for us. The things we gotta pay for are good for. I, okay, you got me now, John. I, you figured it See, out for you me. Did not, you, you got it now. You, you figured it out for me, John. So it isn't about me or you. It's about. And the thing that cracks you up is none of the prices are going down. 
And, and the other thing, you go to Target, if you bring the bags that you bought from them, they'll knock five cents off a bag. But if you have no bags, they knock nothing off. What sense does that make? Ay, ay, ay. I digress, John. Uh, there's a, yeah, there's another sighting, John. Rarely seen Tron light cycle run. Marketing art offers new perspective of the attraction main at the main entrance area. So there's an art piece now out. So the actual art was released before the ride, John. Judith actually said she uh, had a theme park view last night at, the, at Bay Lake Tower and woke up in the middle of the night. They had it all going and uh, the coaster was running, all lit up. She said it was gorgeous. Uh, she got a perfect view of it. Well, dude, you know her. I mean, she stayed in the Grand Floridian the first night, John, with, you know. <laughs> Bay Lake Tower the second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 She's living life large. Yeah, you know, our little queen, you know, Judith the Queen. Uh, rarely seen piece of marketing art by George Gardner offers a much better look at the entrance area and how the how the Walt Disney World Railroad passes through the attraction. Well, I don't believe it's ever going to pass through the attraction, John. Do you? Well, do-do-do-do, Johnny's going again. Yeah, uh, give me uh, eight minutes. I'll, I'll send you a text when I'm out of black hole. Johnny's in the black hole. Say a prayer for him. Yep. Prayer for John. Bye. <laughs> Bye, John. So Johnny's back. You survived the black hole, John. I made it through the black hole and I ran into another monsoon. So now it's, it's black hole to the twister. There you go. And I was saying I don't believe that railroad's ever going to come through, John. <laughs> It's going to reopen. Don't you worry. It's going to be there. Hopefully by my 60th birthday, John. You think five years it'll be running? I think it'll be up and running within six months. And we shall see. Not holding the breath, John. Is Wee wee, not holding the breath. Uh, Donald Duck, Daisy Duck, and Chippendale return this week and to Donald's Dino Bash along with new Up and DuckTales flotillas. So that's cool. There are more characters coming back in the park, John. Absolutely. So yeah, it's nice to see those, especially for the people like me. That meet and greets are a big part of your Disney trip. So. Yeah. Well, that's about all you get to do lately, John. Yeah. There you go. Uh. Okay. I apologize now. I'm not calling you as idiots, just to call you idiots, but. Disney World's Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party is now sold out for September, and only eight dates remain in October. I don't Holy know. Cow. I don't know. You guys should literally take your money every month and just, I would truly send them an extra four or five hundred. You should make it like your tax bill, like we have up here. Just send it to Bob and, and Chapik and, and all them. Just, just give them any extra money you have. Before you leave the park, you should actually give it to them. Because you're not a true Disney fan unless you give them every cent you have. Can we agree on that, John? Now, apparently. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I can't believe that it sold out already for all of September. Yeah. To get some candy. Uh, Epcot, Cool Wash under refurbishment, John. You a Cool Wash fan? That's just a place where you walk through to cool down, right? Uh, and, 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 yeah, yeah, the sprayers. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've walked through there before, but... <laughs> yeah, under Misters and your cooling fan, yeah, it's over there by Test Track. Yeah, yeah I've been yeah. through it before. I went through it and, and I got my glasses all best, busted <laughs> up. <laughs> That's generally what happens. You forget you have your sunglasses on top of your head and you get water spots all over. Yeah. Uh, new details on West Coast return of Walt Disney World Gr- Grauman Golfstream one airplane at the 2022 D23 Expo. So, I missed that at Hollywood Studios, don't you, John? Yeah, I missed that whole backstage tour. That was uh, probably one of the best things about Hollywood Studios was going on that tour and seeing that airplane, seeing the uh, streets over on Residential Street and all that type of stuff. So. Yeah. Well, no, uh, uh, this... Uh, this plane, the Iger and Chapik, is like is like garbage to them. They probably have two. Uh, they probably each have their own uh, plane, wouldn't you say, John? I would imagine they have some kind of very fancy golf plane. Yeah, I don't even, dude. Those two might want a Army M16s. They deserve them, John. That's what they think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what else we have here? Latest look at Boca Chica refurbishment. At Disney's Grand Floridian Resort. Did you know it was called the Boca Chica refurbishment, John? No, I did not. What exactly is the Boca Chica? I have no clue. B-O-C-A. That's Boca, right? Baca? Yeah. Boca, Baca. Chica. Boca. You know. Buena, Buena. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Boca Chica refurbishment at Disney's Grand Floridian. What was that? I heard something bang. In my house, John. It scared me. Oh, boy. Presley got into something. Yeah, I think so. I'm going to pause it one second, John. Hold on. All So, Johnny, it wasn't Presley. I bought for the holiday weekend. I went and got a, a half a case of wine for the house. And Brenda was seeing what bottles I got. And one slipped out of her hand and fell and hit the table. Didn't break. Oh. So. But that's what the bang was. I just wanted to make sure Mom, Presley, or Brenda didn't go boom. <laughs> nope, just Davina. Yes, and it's okay. So, Refurbishment work continues on the Boca Chica building at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort. I didn't know there was a Boca Chica building there, but we're not highfalutin. I could hear Robbie and Judith and all of our high... You don't know about the Boca Chica Hotel over there, the room? You Come on. Us two, us two rednecks, John. We don't know about the Boca Chica. Boca Chica. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, they're showing the scaffoldings all up. There's metal studs. It's kind of making me uh, think I'm at work, John. I'm sure you'd volunteer to go over there and do a couple hours of labor. Oh, just to say I did it? Absolutely. Yeah, I know I could finish better than half the guys they have there. I guarantee you that. I've seen some of the work in the rooms. Uh, so no, I've the, seen some of the work in the room too, and I'm pretty sure I could finish the half. Yeah, <laughs> with no experience. So. But yeah, some of some of it is a little, little not so good. Yeah, well, I think they had to start doing knockdown and knock knockdown in Florida because they couldn't find finishers to get it smooth. Uh, yeah. But anyhow, no, Judith was there at the Grand Floridian, and she got on the boat. She was right at the area where me and Brenda got on the boat. It was pretty cool. So, nice. Grand, Grand Floridian is 
gorgeous. Uh, Synonic laser projection arrives at AMC Disney Springs. You hear about any of this, John? No, I have not. Some kind of fancy laser, huh? Yeah, I'm trying to read up on it myself. AMC Disney Springs is the first AMC movie theater in Florida to be updated with the Synonic Synonic laser projector and one of, and one of only nine in the country. Ooh. The laser at AMC Experience delivered delivered by laser projections from Synonic includes improved picture contrast compared to the digital projector, more vivid color, and maximum picture brightness with guaranteed light levels that exceed most 2D digital projection. That's pretty cool, John. Yeah, it would uh, make me excited if a new Star Wars or a uh, maybe maybe even a Marvel movie came out. It'd be something exciting to go see over there. Yeah, so it's supposed to be uh, really good crap. So I, I'm in. I'm always in for a better experience. I think that's where men, women prefer the clothes, men prefer the picture. Am I wrong, John? Yeah, generally. Yeah. I I don't want to. I'm sorry, but me no, and you, John, I don't want to. I'm going to get in trouble. I'm genderizing over here, John. Let me stop it. Me and you both, I, I, dude, Brenda could care less if it's a 55, 65, 75, or 25-inch TV. Is is Lisa the same way? No, honestly, I, I guess I, I will have to disagree with you on that one. Um, she's much more of the uh, uh, fancy television person than I am. So as long as I can see it, I really don't care. Yeah, see, I'm the... But I have to admit, Brenda, the, Brenda gets spoiled by it. She complains about it, but she has no problem watching it. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, because we got the big. We got a big uh, sixty-inch in the bedroom, and a and a. I think it's. A, I don't know if I'm, this one down here is sixty-five or seventy. You know what I'm saying? I got two nice sized TVs. So. Yeah, if uh, it was up to me, we'd probably still be watching my parents' RCA cabinet television. <laughs> no, no. I got another 60-inch behind my chair here because I wanted to update to the smart TV. This Samsung still plays perfect. It's a backup. I got a 55-inch in my mother-in-law's room for her, and then I got another 40-inch out in the living room, a 46-inch in the living room. And it would have been bigger out there in the living room if it would have fit in the cabinet, John. So now now who's the highfalutin one? Yeah, me with TVs, I have to admit. Um, I'm sitting there with my pinky out right now, John. Yeah, okay. Well, you're a football guy, so yeah, yep. you got to have a good, good picture, right? Yeah, plus also on top of that with this simulator for my racing, John. There you go. Yeah, because this new LG down here has a video game setting. Frames per minute. It's really awesome. Right. Yep. Oh, did you hear this one, John? You probably might have. And all you people for... For the Mickey's and the Christmas party, I know you guys are like, I'm surprised. I, I bet half when I read this, there's already people that have sent money in advance, hoping they do this so they can give them more money. Disney is considering introducing a membership program similar to Amazon Prime to drive spending at the parks, resorts, and boost sales of its products and services. How much more do they need to boost it, John? <laughs> Am I, yeah, to, am I gonna have to give goodness. blood to go to the park? They should set up blood banks like right on property, so we can donate blood as we're coming in too, John. Yeah, and they would—I guess they would have to go sell it. They, would, they certainly wouldn't donate it, right? 
No, well, they, no, what I'm saying is right outside the park so they could siphon my blood for more money so I can give it to Disney when I go in. There you go. I get every penny, so draw the blood out of me, too. I, I should, they, maybe I can donate some plasma, too, that I could give them the money from. Uh, Disney is considering introducing a membership program similar to Amazon Prime to drive spending at the parks, resorts, and boost sales of its products and services. Uh, the Wall Street Journal is reporting Disney is exploring the possibility. Uh, here we go. According to WSJ, Wall Street Journal, ain't I smart, John? Resort, which cites inside inside sources that the Disney membership service has been... Dude, can you believe this? It has the back backing of CEO Mr. Cheap Cheap Cheapy Bob Chapik. In a statement from Wall Street Journal, Disney's Chief Communication Officer Christian Shockey said, Technology has given us new ways to customize and personalize the consumer experience so that we are delivering entertainment experience and products that are most relevant to each of our four to each of our guests. A membership program is for you. Doesn't say that. It's just one of the exciting ideas that is being explored. Exciting. Oh, yeah. Uh, it isn't difficult to imagine a Disney Prime type of service, Disney Plus subscription, movie screenings, theme park visits, resort hotel stays, cruises, run Disney events, Disney Visa and DVC membership could all be part of the service with varying discounts and benefits. Using this behavior and trends, Disney could quickly build profiles of its members to understand their preferences better to tailor the offerings to fit them. Would you purchase an annual Disney subscription to offer discounts and perks across the entire company offering? Let's know in the comments. Yeah, I would be interested, but it would not be a discount. We would not be getting any discounts, John. Why aren't they already giving DVC major discounts? Already. Do you see this becoming advantageous for the Disney or for the person buying it, John? I guess it would really depend on how much Disney you honestly buy. I mean, if you buy a lot of Disney as it is, I don't know, perhaps, but... Uh, it, what it would do is drive more of your purchasing power towards Disney because you know you'd get it some kind of a wacky discount on what you're going to buy there as opposed to uh, buying something from uh, one of the other places. You know what I mean? So, but. Oh, finally, dude, because COVID has really been the problem with this, John. It's been forever. Fantasmic. Disney teases Fantasmic. Fantasmic can return in the Walt Disney World rehearsal begins. Why has this been shut down for so long, John? Is it just that they can't hire employees or they don't? I don't think they want to. It's an outdoor show. It makes no sense whatsoever. I have no idea why some of these shows have been shut down for, for so long. So it, it, I, I would imagine, Doug, what you said, it has a lot to do with uh, they let a lot of their professional um, performers go. And it so seems like, not to cut you off, John, I'm sorry, and it seems like they're, it doesn't seem like they couldn't get them from things I'm reading. It's their salaries are higher and they don't want to pay them because of the union. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, the, the performers out there are some of the best paid people on property. So um, when they saw an opportunity to get rid of a bunch of them they did and so now they have to really take their time trying to get people back and the people that they do get back are probably 
I, I don't I don't know if I, they're going to be of the same experience level that some of the other performers were. You know? Well, a lot of a lot of them are are losing their seniority. You know what I'm saying and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. And they're probably bringing in people to do it, but not with the same seniority or the same pay grade. Yep. Uh, so, but I'm glad to see it back, even though Pacinetti has never seen this. How you have it? How have you? How have you not gone into the American Adventure or Fantasmic? I think there's really <laughs> something wrong with you. Don't you agree, John? It does seem a little wacky. Yeah, not a little. He is wacky, dude. Josh DeMarco, chairman of Disney. Yeah, but he's part of the. He's part of John's Gold Star Club, so you know you can't talk too much about that. Yeah, even a blind squirrel finds nut every once in a while, John. <laughs> Uh, broken clocks are right twice a day. Yes, he's definitely a broken clock. Josh DeMarco, chairman, Disney Parks, to participate in a question and answer session at the 22, 2020, 2022 Bank of America Securities Media Communication and Enter Entertainment Conference. Uh, I would ask, why do you want to rip fans off so bad? That would be my question. Uh, if you're going down for the holidays, well, for for Halloween and all, the park hours are released up to November 10th if you're going down. New look at Walt Disney World Epcot Area Friendship Boats. I think they look absolutely beautiful, John. I like the new red, white, and blue theming, don't you? Yeah, it looks pretty, rather patriotic, so I think yeah. that's not well. So, yeah, I like it. So, and let me go over here. I just got a couple more things, Johnny, and I'll let you go. How's that sound? So you're stopped now, aren't you? No, no, I'm not. Oh, I thought you were there by now. Still bad See? storm? See? No, actually, it's lightened up as I get closer to, to my town. So. Okay. But. What's this? Harvest Festival series features fall 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 flavors debuts for September. Harvest Festival. Yeah, the Harvest Festival festival series featuring fall flavors debuts for September at Salt and Straw at in Disney Springs. Okay. Gideon's that's the new uh, ice cream place. Isn't it? Yeah, Gideon's Bakehouse. Gideon's Bakehouse isn't the only Disney Spring re restaurant with month monthly exclusive. Salt and Straw has limited edition flavors each month, and September is the Harvest Festival. The Harvest Festival series, where are they at? Let me see what they have. Uh, they got series feature debuts in September. And they got, it, I'm sorry, the thing keeps wanting to pop up and down. Beecher's flagship cheese with apple pie cinnamon roll. Apple pie filling baked into ooey gooey cinnamon rolls and crumbled throughout a sweet and creamy Beecher's flagship cheese ice cream, John. I would try it, but it doesn't sound delish to me, does it, you? <laughs> no, not necessarily. But since we're on the topic, Doug, uh, you know, and you, you've obviously been railing against the Halloween party for, what, close to a month now, or at least uh, half, half a month. Le le um, wait, 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 wait. Let's be honest. I've been railing about 10 years, so. <laughs> <laughs> but as, as far as it's starting at the time. But, you know, Disney's not the only one. What is it? P pumpkin spice everywhere now. Oh, all of a sudden, just pumpkin spice all over the damn place. Dude, that's been about 10 years for that, too. Pumpkin oh, spice and avocados uh, are everywhere, dude. 
Oh, but once it turns the end of August, all of a sudden pumpkin spice, every coffee shop and, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I went by a tire store the other day and they said, come in and try our pumpkin spice. I said, what? <laughs> they got a pumpkin spice tire? <laughs> yeah, pumpkin spice tire. Well, uh, my wife has already gotten the, sp- the pumpkin spice Starbucks and the creamer. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. yeah, I had one of them one time, and I just I couldn't stand it. I, I like pumpkin pie, but that's about it. I don't yeah. I don't need it in anything else. No, I yeah. love pumpkin pie too, but that's about it for me too. Yeah. Uh, what's the next one we have here? They said the ice cream is, is cheese based. It is sweet and creamy, so it's probably like cheesecake. You know what I mean? Cheesecake's good. Yeah, it's not only overly sweet, but the apple cinnamon rolls comes in. It is every scoop. It adds a sweet hint to the cheese and the ice cream. Uh, the crumbles, they like it. Uh, they have a spice a spice goat cheese pumpkin pie, John, ice cream. You'd have to give me a couple of dollars to try that. Yeah. I'd buy it for you, John. I am I would try this. I would try it. I would try all like, these because that's what I, I do. I like goat cheese. I like goat cheese. I just don't know if I want it in ice cream or if I want it with a pumpkin pie. It just doesn't sound very appetizing. It, it looks better than it sounds, but it's a creamy okay. goat cheese ice cream spike with house-made pumpkin spice envelope swirls of decade pumpkin pie filling. Hello, fall. You can smell the pumpkin pie spice as soon as they hand you this, this scoop of ice cream. It's overwhelming flavor, but in a good way. So they like it. Okay. What's the next one? Peanut poached pear sherbet. Nah, that doesn't sound bad. It's 50-50 of a pear sherbet and a double-fold vanilla ice cream. Now I'm in for that, John. Yeah, that, that sounds actually pretty good. Yeah, it sounds a little refreshing, too. They banged it out, they said. It was really good. Caramel apple sherbet. Sherbert, Charvet, the screen move. Caramel apple sherbet, that actually looks pretty good too. And what else do they have? Plum and chocolate hazelnut shortbread. That's a vegan. So, Brenda could have that. It's non-dairy, basically, non-dairy ice cream. So if you want non-dairy, go grab that. That's the good thing about this place. It does have some fresh-made non-dairy options, which are very good because there's not a lot of that on property. No, and as far as desserts, uh, that would give you an option if you do have a, di- a dairy allergy. So. Yep. Yeah, I'm just looking around. Uh, they're showing uh, all the characters, Piglet and all of them over at the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Elevated mixed cocktails with liquor will be served inside Magic Kingdom over at Skipper's Canteen. Now they're bringing liquor in, John. Oh, another step. Yep. If they can bring liquor into these restaurants, then they should be able to serve a damn beer outside, John. Yeah, because... You know, give me a yeah, beca- light with a hot dog. Yeah, because... Yeah, exactly. Because a lot of the beers that we got at Epcot, John, a lot of them have those plastic bottles they used to have. Don't you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, and I mean, all, it's not a, a hard system to, to put in a draft system anyway. So, you know, I mean, they could... Once they decide they could do it, they could put system in over a weekend a couple of different places so yeah they got a gold rush elijah craig bourbon lemon juice honey garnished with a crystallized ginger so they got bourbon now it they uh and then uh they got another one with uh 
hibiscus and grenadine and all kind of other things. So they, and they have another tequila. They get a golden blaze margarita with blanco tequila. Uh, another liver. Oh, so these are the restaurants. I'm sorry. There's multiple ones. Uh, let me see here. It skipped around, but the first one is at the Diamond Horseshoe, John. Jungle's Canteen, at Skipper's Canteen. So they have it. Uh, at Liberty Tree Tavern, you can get alcoholic beverages. The Gold Rush Elijah Craig Bourbon's there. And then they got some tequila drinks. So a couple of the different restaurants now have alcohol, John, other than beer or wine. So... Yeah, the real liquor. So uh, here we'll we'll do uh, our version. Walt's gonna spin over, turn over in his grave. Okay, people. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, as walk away. as Walt worked walked down Main Street with a beer and a cigarette <laughs> in Disneyland. You know. Yes, he did. Uh, or a scotch or whatever he drank. Yeah. That's about it, John. New Haunted Mansion Doom Buggy Pet Bed arrives at Walt Disney World. That's pretty cool. Presley would eat it. <laughs> yeah, my dog would poop in it. So. Yeah. <laughs> that going to work. It has the hitchhiking ghost in it. It's really nice. It's cool looking. It's the it's purple with the hitchhiking ghost. It has a, it, lo it literally looks like a Doom Buggy, John, which is pretty cool. And it has a uh, somebody's trying to call me as we're recording, but it's 59.99, John. I mean, it really would depend how cool it is because I sold a, I sold a Garfield chat bed that was in the shape of Garfield with his mouth open on eBay for $75 before. So, you know, that's not that bad. No, it's not. What else do we have here, John? Uh, that's about it. I ain't going to keep you much longer. New peanut butter cookies at the cold brew and... Yeah, all kind of tasty treats roaming around. You know how they usually have them. There's Halloween mini years everywhere, John. That sounds fun. And there's a bunch of new stuff out. If you're vaccinated now, there's new rules and guidelines to get on Disney's Cruise Line so you can get on easier. They're 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 lessening the restrictions with that too. So what's this? A new Twilight Zone Terror Terror Bellhop keychain drops in at Disney World. That's pretty cool. Look at it. It's like a Bellhop hat keychain. I like that. We'll go yeah, go with I've my got, grape soda. I've got quite the collection of keys. Um, so I've got a, a key from the Tower of Terror. I've got a key from Haunted Mansion. Got some pirate keys. So, yeah, that would, it would look pretty good with that. So. And it shows the Walt Disney World Railroad spotted testing at Magic Kingdom. So I'm, I'm happy with that, John. There you go, Doug. There you go. I told you within six months. So, uh, did your when did your Florida Gators play, John? They play tomorrow at 7 p.m. Okay, that is awesome. And uh, the uh, Penn State last night they had a tough game against Purdue. They won, but it was a close one. They ended up beating them at the end. They got two touchdowns in the fourth quarter to knock off Purdue, but. It was a tough opening game. Our starting quarterback got hurt. The freshman, true freshman, had to come in for a series. So. Yeah, it's nice that it's nice that there's uh, some real games this week, though. You know, I mean, uh, the Florida Gators and a lot of other uh, teams have a, traditionally a, 
a history of starting with some cupcakes. So it's nice to see some uh, really tough matchups right away. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, dude. I'm not in for hurting anybody or anything like that unless unless you deserve it. But <laughs> anyhow, I'm just saying. Uh, they have that targeting rule, John, is so horrible. It really is. It, 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 I understand it for a certain extent, but they, they there needs to be replay on it even more. Like, there needs to be more guidelines. There was a dude, there was a fumble last night, and the dude's diving to get it. Hit The Penn State guy hits the Purdue guy shoulder to the shoulder, and they called targeting on him, John. Never hit his helmet, not once. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a lot of calls like that every year where it's, it, I mean, with the the way they're going with this protection, it's it, it, consistency seems to be their problem I, because there'll be another game where, where you'll see exactly the same thing. You muffled yourself. You'll see the exactly the same thing you said. Yeah, you'll see the same hit and it won't get called. You know, so it's it's consistency, but it's I mean, so many of the flags in both professional and college football are are inconsistent. So. No, it's pathetic, is what it is. Uh, and I was watching on uh, Netflix. They had that scumbag that uh, did the basketball games, the one that was cheating the referee. What a pile of garbage he was. He was the one that was betting on day. He was tied with the mafia betting on games. He was around for a long time, dude. They won a lot of money. I bet they did. And you have an inside man. Yeah. Yeah. So, but he would also know that he swears a lot of them were. He didn't fix his games, but he had the inside track on all the other games. Like he knew who was really hurt. He knew what uh, referees had a vendetta against one what coach. So now that explains more to me. Like Brady, I think all the referees agree with Brady and have a vendetta against all the other teams. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what's going on with him? Did he get a facelift or something, John? Like what's going on with him? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. One, one thing you came back. Well, no, you said that last week. That to do. <laughs> or, or crap to do. I'm What did I say? I couldn't hear you. You're muffling yourself really bad. Go ahead. Say that again. Uh, you said when he came back, he said, uh, I'm 44 years old. I have stuff to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I swear. he. I think he got a facelift or something, John. He looks, t- he looks different. I don't know what happened to him. Don't he look Maybe different to you? And he looked like he, get, he aged years, not went behind. It looked like a facelift went wrong. Well, Judith's going to be mad at me. Ooh, you definitely <laughs> her favorite now, John. He, but I don't know. I don't know where he went, but he's scaring me. I got Mike Evans in my dynasty league. I need I need him to at least throw touchdowns to him. Now, uh, my fantasy football I drafted last night, I picked up Mike Evans. So I agree. I need him, too. And I got Jalen Hurts. So I need your boy to have a good year, too, so. Yeah, well, he'll definitely have a good fantasy year. I need him to have a good football year because we all know they don't mean the same. No, no, indeed they don't. So. No, you know, he had a great fantasy year last year and a horrible regular year. Not a horrible, but we need if he could be a top fifteen NFL quarterback, we have a shot at the Super Bowl this year because we have a hell of a team. We got a very deep, talented team, and we arguably have the best offensive and defensive lines in football. We had the best offensive line. Defensive line, we're top five. So, I would have argued with you before uh, preseason started, but uh, the Bucks lost, I think, three out of their four starters on the offensive line already. So, it, it wasn't pretty. So. No. And even with that, the, our offensive line is ridiculous. I mean, their pro football talk, every illustration picks 
our backup center seems as good as Jason Kelsey. It's crazy. The rookie they drafted. He's incredible. And Kelsey's the one that told him the drafting. He he scouted his own replacement. Ain't that cool? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he's he, better to do it. You know? Yeah, he was thinking about retiring this year, and he, he decided to hang around because of how good the team is for another year. But he asked him, "Can I please help uh, with the search for my replacement?" He did, and dude, this kid Jurgis, he is Jurgis, he is so good, dude. You would, he, he's he's as fast as Kelsey, but he's bigger. It's crazy. So. We're going to have a good year, John. We really are. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to some uh, football. I can't get here good en- soon enough. Who does your Gators play? Number seven, Utah, believe it or not. So uh, He's, Say that again. Number seven, Utah. Say that again. Utah, number seven? Yeah, yeah Utah's number seven. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I've ever heard those words ever said before. <laughs> Uh, I'm hoping you won't hear those words said again. I'm yeah. hoping uh, next week you you hear uh, overrated is what I'm hoping. So, not that I have anything against Utah. It's beautiful area. I'm just saying, <laughs> the, the, I just never knew that they had that good of a football team out there. I mean, I'm a fan of Derek Huff and Dancing with the Stars and all that stuff, but I never knew Utah had a football team, John, that good. Yeah, traditionally BYU is obviously a pretty good team. Yeah, that's a while, but, uh, but not Utah, the University of Utah. Yeah, BYU, you know, yes. Yeah. No, uh, uh, but, you know, apparently they had a really good last year. They felt that a lot of their returning starters were, uh, were good, but I personally think they're going to be overrated, and I'm hoping the Gators pull an upset. So I, I can't believe I just said that, the Gators upsetting Utah. But yeah, it's they, crazy, uh, dude. Yeah. It's sad. What what recruitment's been going on down in Florida to have the, <laughs> Utah out-recruit them? Well, in all actuality, we, we have a brand-new coach, and he is a much better recruiter than the – our last coach, who uh, apparently liked to use Zoom meetings to recruit players to come to the University of Florida, okay. and uh, nothing makes up for in in house talks to uh, your recruit, so it's pretty slacky. So, no, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to the season. I'm very excited, uh, and uh, I don't know, John. I just uh, hope your Gators win for you. I hope so too. So. And you'll be home tomorrow to watch them. I'll be home and I'll be able to catch the first half before I've got to go to bed because Sunday I've got to get up at three, so watch probably the first half and I'll probably I'll leave it on and maybe catch the second as I nod in and out. So, Dude, you know? that's the only thing I I hate absolutely because I can't miss a game. I hate when the Eagles play a night game. Yeah. If I'm working for myself, it's fine. But when I'm working union, I got to be out of the house at five o'clock. I hate yep. it, dude. I absolutely yep. hate it. I can't enjoy yeah, I it. Can't, I mean, I can't. I can't make myself feel terrible the next day by staying up at seven. Then we'll be over until eleven. I can't go in with four hours of sleep and expect to drive people around Walt Disney World. So that ain't gonna work, you know. So. No, everybody knows. Oh my! Especially if they lose, nobody comes near me all day. <laughs> He was he was up half the night and they lost. Oh no! Don't don't even ask him a question. Leave alone. Yes. Even Brenda will go in the morning. So did they win? Uh, oh, if they didn't. Oh, oh I love you. That's, that's all I get. Bye. She won't pry if they won. How'd they do? What it looked like? But if they lost, she don't even want to know. So, but anyway, you you where are you sitting at? Got to go grab some things out of the Wally world. No, 
You're going to go spend a couple hundred dollars on uh, two packs of meat and a thing of soda? <laughs> two or four packs of coffee for uh, probably $35. Yeah. Quite that bad, but it's bad. Dude, I just went to Sam's and got a couple filet yons that I had to pick up some chicken for Presley. I bought a four pack of filet yons for 40 bucks, dude. It's crazy. Those same four packs used to be like $20, $18. They're 40 bucks now. I walked out of Sam's with two rotisserie chickens, a four pack of uh, a four pack of uh, of uh, filet mignons, two bags of chips, and what else did I get? I got something else, and it was like eighty dollars. <laughs> there you go. It is crazy, dude. I'm gonna have to get a job just to eat. Part time job to have food. But anyway, please, guys, head over to iTunes, leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, thanks Judith for visiting Johnny on the bus he was so happy to see you he texted me right away Judith said I'm his, her favorite said don't tell <laughs> Judith but he that, did say did. Yeah. Yeah, yes yeah. you did yeah, Judith did. loves me more I get it but anyhow everybody everybody be kind to one another We thank Judith again my phone is beeping as we're talking spam call coming in is your cell phone being attacked by spam calls now John yes it is it, if I ever become president, this would be the first thing I would stop. Spam calls, John. You but, know what? Vote for Doug. I don't care about the rest of his politics. I agree with this one key point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so <laughs> annoying, dude. Get rid of friggin' spam calls. It's so annoying. But again, guys, everybody, thanks for listening. Please head over to iTunes, leave us a review. Everybody be kind to one another, and we will talk to you real soon. Say goodbye, John. Bye, folks. Have a great week. Go Gators! And put your strollers away. Fold your strollers. Please. Please. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.